0: Hey everyone and welcome to the first episode of Prospect Playbook. Today we're going to be doing our top five prospects for the quarterback position in this upcoming NFL draft. We're going to be listing these from my least liked prospects to my most liked prospects. Coming in at number five is J.J. McCarthy. I see him as not a successful quarterback in the NFL. The accuracy seems to be not there. Every time I watch him, I see him under-throwing wide receivers often, 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 often. I think he will easily be confused by NFL defenses. I don't think he has the processing power to be able to go read NFL defenses and be able to make quick decisions. Whenever I see him getting pressured, I see him quick, quick, quick with the ball. But that doesn't mean it's a good thing. I see him throwing it in danger every single time. Drive. I see him throwing it between two cornerbacks, between two safeties, underneath the linebacker. He's going to get his wide receivers hurt. He's going to throw a pick. These plays will not be successful in the NFL. I see it all the time. And it's just not anything I want from my quarterback. I don't get all the hype from him. I don't see what everybody sees in him. And he is not a four, first round quarterback. All I see him doing is. He either throws into tight coverage over and over again, making good, quote-unquote, good throws, but these are not good throws. These are bad throws. These are bad decisions. He's in a position where these people cannot make plays on the ball. His wide receivers are better. These cornerbacks are slow. These safeties do not have the IQ to play at the NFL level, the people that he is playing against. He's also in a super friendly quarterback system I watch him I see screenplay screenplay slant screenplay slant post route there's no there's no reading here it's his read is being given to him before he hikes the ball he does not have the processing power to play in the NFL and he does not have the skill set or the accuracy to make the throws needed in the NFL With that being said, I am going to make my NFL comparison to him. Like I said, I do not like this prospect. I would not want him on my team. So I'm going to have his NFL comparison as Zach Wilson. Somebody who made careless throws in college. Somebody who is not anyone I would want on my team coming out of college. I said it there. I'll say it again. He is not good. He makes dangerous throws, and the cornerbacks and safeties cannot make plays on the ball. He's not going to be successful in the NFL, just like Zach Wilson is not successful in the NFL. He will probably go in the mid to late first round, and that's okay. Whoever gets him, I wish them the best of luck. I hope whatever they see in him comes out and he can be a successful quarterback. I do not see that. And that's why he's my number five-ranked quarterback. And that's why I compare him to Zach Wilson. He's not going to be a quarterback you want on your team. If your team drafts him, you are going to be in misery for years to come. Unless it's a late second-round pick and they they just go on the upside. With that being said, number four is going to be Michael Penix, Jr., He hesitates when he has pressure in his face. He is not quick with the ball. He sees them coming and instead of stepping into the pressure, making an NFL level throw, he falls back. He fades away. These are how balls get picked off in the NFL level. These safeties, these cornerbacks, they can read your body language. They can read your eyes. They can see what you are doing with the ball. They will jump on these floaters you are throwing over and over and over again in the NFL level. Also, he is not able to throw the ball away. He forces balls over and over and over again. They're getting completed. They're getting caught by good wide receivers. This does not mean they are good passes. I will say that again. Completions are not always good passes. They are not always good decisions. Just because a ball is completed for 60 yards, yards does not does not mean it is a good throw or a good decision by the quarterback. And I see this every single year. There's a quarterback coming out of the draft that has yards and has completions and has touchdowns. But these balls that he is throwing, he is throwing up for grabs they will be double covered in the NFL. The safety is quick enough to run over and break the pass up. These are quarterback these these are things that quarterbacks need to know. He gets confused by defenses just like JJ McCarthy. He doesn't know when a pressure is coming. It looks as soon as they're coming off the edge they are lining up in pressure and they will come untouched to him. And he will act like he's flabbergasted. He's confused. He doesn't know what's going on. And it just doesn't seem like a successful quarterback in the NFL. If he is able to have an outstanding offensive line, if he is able to have outstanding weapons on offense, he will be able to be successful. That does not mean he should go in the first round. That does not mean he should go in the second round. He is a serviceable quarterback in the NFL. He is not elite. He is not mid. He is a low-tier starter. He plays great with the lead, but then he scrambles, throws the ball into tough places, throws it deep, does things that are not needed when he's behind. He costs his team the game. In the college level, you will not see it like that because these careless passes are getting caught. These careless passes are not getting deflected. These run around the edges are not getting tackled for losses. They're not getting sacked. In the NFL, try to do that to Miles Garrett. Try to do that to Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. Try to do that to Kayvon Thibodeau. Try to do that to any of these edge rushers, even the bad ones. You are not going to have a good time in the NFL. But like I said, he is able to be successful with a good system, with a good offensive line, with good offensive weapons. And that is why my NFL comparison is Tua Tagovailoa. Tua is getting all the hype in the world. He is not a good quarterback. He has amazing, amazing offensive weapons. He underthrows them very often, early and often. But they're able to make plays. They're able to catch the ball. They're able to get yak. Michael Penix Jr. will be able to do that in the NFL. He will be able to throw his wide receiver a ball. He will be able to throw it in a catchable radius. If if it is a contested catch, it is never a good position for the wide receiver. It is always behind them. It is always to the side of them. They are always going to have to contort their body to catch the ball. But if he's in an NFL system where they are open, he can succeed. He is not J.J. McCarthy. He's not going to throw The ball's 10 feet behind them. He's not going to throw it 10 yards over their head out of bounds. He is a serviceable quarterback, and he will act like it. He is my Tua Tagovailoa in this draft. Okay, but not great. Next up, we have, this is going to be a hot take here, but we have at number three, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is my number three quarterback in this NFL draft. This does not mean I don't like him. I would be ecstatic to have him on my team. But these other two people I have in front of him are just way too good. But Caleb Williams, he plays a lot of hero ball. He will scramble. He will run away. He will throw it off of his back foot. will do whatever he needs to get his team the win are these always the right decisions absolutely not is it always going to end up the way it does in college where he is throwing it to a contested wide receiver and he's making a play or the cornerback is not even turning his head to look at the ball absolutely absolutely not but he has a cannon of an arm He does not like to throw the ball away. He does not like to take a loss of yards. That can be a good thing. That can also be a bad thing. He's not going to play passive. He will never play passive in the NFL. He's going to scramble. He is going to throw it downfield. He is going to do whatever he needs to do to try to get his team the win. He doesn't have any elite weapons on his offense, but they are. Wide receivers just seem to always get open. I don't know if that's him looking off the the cornerbacks and the safeties. That's him looking off the linebackers. Him having pump fakes. What it is. If it's his offensive coordinator. But he is always throwing the ball to wide open receivers. I'm not sure how it's happening. I'm not sure who's the one to give credit for. I don't know if it's wide receivers are just severely underrated. Or if the offensive coordinator is just making magic happen. But he is just something else with, with, with that system. And I don't think anyone can blame me for having him as number one, two, or three. But for me, he is my number three. He also, unless playing from behind, trying to make his team come from behi- behind, come back, win the game... He is so smart with the ball. Sometimes he gets a little careless. Sometimes he will try to make a play out of nothing, and he will lose yards of the sack. He will throw an interception. But he does so much right. It is crazy to have him at number three on my top five quarterback list. His NFL comparison, I'm going to say, is Kyler Murray. Fantastic weapon on offense. Will make the right plays. Will scramble when needed. But there's just something about him that is missing. I don't know what it is, but he is not able to get it done in the NFL. Is it him? Is it the offense? Is it the weapons? I don't know. I think it's Kyler Murray. Can't necessarily put my finger on what it is with that offense. But that's how I have Caleb Williams. I think he's going to be successful in the NFL. I think he's going to put up phenomenal stats. Do not know if it will necessarily translate to wins. Then My number one and my number two are so interchangeable. Either one is so good. I would be ecstatic to have either of these teams or either of these players on my team on the New York Football Giants. Please come to us. I will take either one of you with open arms. But number two is Jaden Daniels. He is so safe with the ball. He throws it to the open receiver. I do not see him make a wrong read. Caleb Williams, I said he is safe, but he's a different kind of safe. He is a playmaking quarterback that will not throw it stupidly like Michael Penix and like J.J. McCarthy. But he does make bad decisions. Jaden Daniels is so safe with the football. So safe. I love the way he plays. I love it. He is never going to put your team behind. He is never going to lose you a game. He can throw his wide receivers wide open. He throws them open. He will throw a wide receiver that is covered. He will throw a behind them. Have them go sideways, catch the ball, give them opportunity to have a yak after the catch. I would love for Jaden Daniels to be on my team. His accuracy is phenomenal. He lets his wide receivers make plays. He is spooky quick, scary, scary quick. He is a phenomenal athlete. The only reason... I have him at number two and not number one is because he has an amazing wide receiver core. Not phenomenal, not Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, nothing like that, but he does have good wide receivers. And my number one does not have that. And that is why I'm going to put him at number two is because he does have a better, a little bit of a better situation And I think he's prospering in that. So number two is Jaden Daniels. His NFL comparison is going to be Jalen Hurts. So quick. Does not make stupid decisions. And will throw his wide receivers the ball. And let them make an opportunity to make a play. To make a catch. To get yak. He allows them to have every ability to make every play they can. He does not hold back any of his wide receivers. He lets them prosper with him. I love Jaden Daniels. I would love to have my own Jalen Hurts. With that being said, personally, Jalen Hurts is overrated. I'm just saying this because everyone else loves Jalen Hurts. Everybody thinks he's phenomenal. So the idea people have of Jalen Hurts is why I'm giving Jaden Jaden Daniels, in NFL comparison of Jalen Hurts. And then number one, the best prospect in the NFL draft is going to be Drake May. He fits the balls into such tight windows. But it's not like what I said earlier where it is careless throws. It is him throwing it between two cornerbacks, throwing it in front of a linebacker, Hoping he does not make a play. He is fitting it in the tightest of windows. He is throwing the ball to where only his wide receiver can make a play. He is throwing it to where these cornerbacks either have to hope the wide receiver drops it. Or they slip. Or something happens. They are not able to make a play on the football. It is phenomenal how he throws these wide receivers open. It is phenomenal how he fits it into these tight windows. It is phenomenal how he plays the game of football. His pocket presence is amazing. I haven't seen anything like this since Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the only player I can compare the presence with. His head is always on a swivel. He's looking left. He's looking right. He is moving up in the pocket. He's moving back in the pocket. He is shifting to the side. He is scrambling. He's doing whatever it takes to make a play. I love this quarterback. I love Drake May, and I would love to have him on my team. The only critique I have for Drake May is he always feels feels like he needs to make a play. He always wants to play hero ball. He always wants to throw it up for grabs. And It doesn't necessarily lead to turnovers or fumbles or anything like that. It doesn't lead to flags or push-offs. He doesn't do anything stupid. But sometimes he will have an open receiver and he will decide to throw it deep for the 35, the 40-yard bomb to try to make a play to help his team stay in the game. And it will be an incomplete. And instead of taking the 10-yard out route, He takes the 45 yard incompletion. I don't know if that's a knack on him or if that's just the way he's going to have to play the game. If he's just a deep ball thrower. And because of that, I'm going to have his NFL comparison as Josh Allen. He's a big ball player, he's a big man. He can do whatever it needs to be done. He can throw it deep, he can scramble. He can be an amazing quarterback behind an awful, awful offensive line. He can make any throw in the book. The only thing that will hold him back is his mindset of always having to pl- make a play of always having to be the MVP of the game. He always wants to, he always wants to be the best player. He always wants to compete and I don't know if you can knock him for that. I don't necessarily knock him for that, but if you have to find something to hate about this prospect, that is the one thing. He doesn't always take the quick easy checkdowns, the quick easy out routes, the quick easy curls. He always is looking for that explosive play. And I would love that on my team. I would take two two attempts at 40 yards on every drive if I could. That is something you love to see from your quarterback, as long as it is not leading to interceptions and bad decisions throwing into double, triple coverage. And that is what Drake May does. So this is my top five NFL prospects for this year's upcoming draft. I think next I'm going to do top five wide receivers, maybe even top ten. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Prospect Playbook, out.